Wake up. Wake up. I think it's 2019. You got that right. It is 2019. And I'm kicking it off with episode 8 in 2019. What the Pat Podcast. Welcome to the new year. This episode's going to be TV movie heavy about the things I've watched, answering some questions that have been talking my way. Of course, I'll mention what's in my cup, as always. I don't know. I'll let some things roll off the top of my head because you know how I get distracted. Welcome aboard. Time to roll the tape and get the ball rolling with the tape of ball. Rolling. Six days into the new year already, which it's Sunday, so I hope to have this out today. You know, I I guess sometimes because these are pre-recorded later and then you got to keep track of the dates, but I believe it's the 6th and should come out on the 6th unless I run into problems, which, you know, happens at times when you got a full house and trying to record a podcast and do everything else because interruptions happen and that that's what slows you down. But I can tell you that uh, I caught up on quite a few movies, watched a few documentaries and uh, want to talk about that stuff because, well, I think it's interesting, and sometimes I want to be like, hey, you might find it interesting and want to share it with you. One of the documentaries I did watch was The 7-5. This is about uh, Michael Dowd in the 80s. He was part of the New York City Police Department and uh, patrol in Brooklyn, and they're claiming, I I don't know, maybe it's changed. (laughs) I I hate to be like, meet, they're like, meet the dirtiest cop in New York City history. They got to add theatrics and drama to it. The documentary is crazy most of them are anyway right unless it's just normal stuff it's kind of cool hearing him tell stories and these other guys tell stories about the 80s in new york city and how things went down and and how you can have some morals and then it changes just by opening a door to things that you didn't know were possible and you know then all of a sudden you're headed down this road of corruption which once you're in is never an easy hey i'm gonna get out Uh, it's it's an addiction i'm sure because now you're raking in all this money and you're given all this power and it's just power corruption lies money it's an interesting documentary and it's cool to watch and it's it's just one episode so i think it clocks in at like an hour and 40 minutes maybe hour and 30 but it's cool to sit down and watch It's another well-shot documentary, and it's always cool hearing from the people. Well, because that's what it's about. But what an interesting guy and some of the people he hung out with and hearing the stories. So The 7-5, you can check that out. That's on Netflix. Uh, Something else I checked out was The Staircase. That is, oh, it's gone over a a ton of years. It's about Michael Peterson, a famous author who was accused of murdering his wife because they couldn't figure out what happened. It looked like she fell down a set of stairs. It's it's crazy. It's over 10 hours. It's a really long documentary. Um, it's interesting to check out, too, and just see things unfold. And, of course, again, like I said, documentaries usually are one-sided, so it's it's hard to make a call and what really happened. It's just an interesting story and it's it's cool to watch it especially if you if you like a long drawn out documentary i thought it was well done and really good and it came out a few years ago actually is refreshed with some new information and everything like that and then flip over to murder mountain 
this is well shot too. I, I like some good cinematography in my documentaries. This is about Northern California, Humboldt County, where uh, the big pop farms are and everything. And it goes through how they evolved and started all the way up now to legalization and what it's done to the county and what it's done to the pot growers and everything. And uh, this this one happens to be kind of centered around missing people cases and one character brought out more to the forefront and everything as far as him going missing and, and his dad and uh, aunt going to look for him and everything because people think it's a dream to go up there and work on these pot farms but some of them end up disappearing, murdered and stuff like that so you kind of get to see some backstory and all that and what goes on up there and, and how crazy it is and it's even weirder is that it's California and it's Northern California which I do believe doesn't really care for Southern California, so there's all that going on within itself. But it's pretty interesting to see uh, Humboldt County, how beautiful it is up there, what these growers have or farmers have gone through, what they're going through, and how legalizing marijuana kind of changes how things go, which, you know, when the government gets involved, we kind of know how things go. Which, this isn't political, I'm not even going to go there, just bringing it up. But, The Staircase, very interesting. And Murder Mountain, I believe is six episodes long. Another great doc to catch up on and everything. Especially if it's winter and you're you're stored up inside and looking for shows to watch. Those are some good ones. Get you sucked into some documentaries. And they're all on Netflix, right now. Ah, and movies. What movies did I catch? Bumblebee. I'll talk about that in a second. And I caught Creed finally. Creed really surprised the heck out of me. I I figured it would be a decent film, but Ryan Coogler really did amazing with this. You could tell that Rocky was an inspiration in how he held true to the characters, and he actually was able to write a really good movie and direct a great movie. Uh, I enjoyed all the characters. I like how it wasn't too typical, even though some things were typical. Just, in general, well done. Stallone, outstanding. You could really feel that Rocky was broken from all the years of being, you know, the heavyweight and everything that he'd went through. So I thought it was cool that we probably would never have gotten this movie had it not been for all the other Rocky movies. Because, of course, how do you, you know, get this without that? Loved it. Really did, and looking forward to Creed 2. Hopefully I can get to the theater in time, otherwise I'll just have to wait and see it. But Michael B. Jordan, amazing. I'm really impressed. I was convinced he was a Creed and a boxer. And the cinematography and the camera shots on this thing, amazing. It, it felt like you were part of the match. I mean, it, at times I know I was watching a movie, but I'm like, man, this feels like a boxing match to me. And again, Stallone, I can't even say enough. I... I'm I'm watching it just going, man, it's hard to see Rocky broken. Even though he was doing something he enjoyed. Great flick. Definitely loved it. That movie didn't that suck fall. balls. I will admit, I was yeah, hoping Eye of the Tiger, man, the itch. Eye of the Tiger would have slipped in somewhere just to pay a little bit more, but you know, it's it's alright. Now let's talk about Bumblebee. I was excited to see this. The trailer looked great. It looked like things in the Transformer universe were going to start taking a change. We're going to get something that the fans have wanted. 
and also how cool to get a backstory on Bumblebee and how he ended up where he ended up and, and what has transpired and everything. So the movie kicks off, hits you right in the face. Great battle on Cybertron. Cool seeing Prime in there and all the Autobots and Decepticons duking it out, getting ready to, you know, disband and... After the battle, of course, we end up on Earth. It's 1987, and this is this is where I started having some problems. Was it's 87? I'm like, this is cool. The the 80s are a big memory for me, and a bit nostalgic. So I felt like someone took a bat and just started smashing me in the head with 80s nostalgia. It just seemed to be like snippets of this, snippets of that, and just kept firing it off, not even really giving you a chance to absorb it. So that was distracting to me and just had some trouble with it. And who listens to the Smiths and Rick Ashley? That's a bit weird. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I get it, you know. I I have my mix of music that I listen to that some people be like, wow, you like them and them, which I'm not saying. It just just seemed like they were trying to smush everything in there and let you know, hey, it's the 80s. But on that note, the cars, the music, the clothing, how everyone acted, and we can't forget Hot Dog on a Stick. I don't even know if those are still around, but I remember the crazy It's not even a costume, it's a uniform. Employee's uniform. I I knew I could never work there because I couldn't put myself to wear that. And then uh, you get to make the lemonade with the big smusher thingy. I don't even know what it's called. Anyway, hot dog on a stick. Great food, though. I should look them up, see if they're still around. Or you could tell me, hey, Pat, you could be yelling at me right now going, no, there's, I got one here. But back to the movie. Uh, I, I did enjoy it, and I don't like going to a movie and questioning things, because I'm thinking to myself the whole time while this is going on, which I do believe this is a soft reboot, or is it a hard reboot with a subtle reboot? Who knows? Anyway, sometimes I don't know why we have to reboot at all, because then it adds confusion. But I'm thinking to myself the whole time, if Charlie has this relationship with Bumblebee, how come we've never heard of her till now? Why didn't we hear, ever hear of her before or her show up? Because I would think if you're older and you were in the Transformers universe that you would see Bumblebee somewhere or he would even contact her to protect her or stuff like that. So that's just me. Because, of course, you can't go back to the previous movies and insert her. Well, if you're George Lucas, I bet you could. Whatever. Anyway, that was just my curiosity wondering that. And then the end, um, I, I only had a little... Okay, this is a spoiler. You could turn it off. I don't get why they had to have him go from bug, beetle, whatever you would like to call it, to a Camaro. Other than pointing out, hey, we're part of that other Transformer. There's more to them than meets the eye. Because if you recall in the original Transformers, he was a bug at a used car place and then jumped around to Camaro, if you recall. So it didn't actually happen. So you know what I mean? Confusing. I wish he would have stayed stayed that and one of the final shots that i really loved was bumblebee and prime rolling down the road together because seeing classic prime that was pretty cool to me i like i like classic prime don't get me wrong the the new prime looks pretty badass but the classic prime that that's that's where you know your memories are held kid 
Of course, if you're a kid who watched the first Transformers and the new Prime is your Prime, but any Prime is prime time, right? Unless you're Steven of Discord Accords with your disdain for Prime. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sucks balls. That's just my confusion. But some people probably won't even be thinking about that and you're just watching the movie. So did I like Bumblebee? I did. Do I look forward to sequels? I do. And I hope they don't make it confusing. And I think if they keep it PG, they might be able to keep a decent storyline because you don't want to lose your kids. Right? Now we'll see if I make it to see Aquaman this week. And I'll give you my feedback on that next time you hear from me. Or, you know, after I see it. Which would be the next time you hear from me. Of course, try to catch Creed 2 if I can. And, uh, oh... That's right. Discord Accords hit me up, and they were curious. Actually, it's more Jonathan than Steven, but Steven said he disowned me, which was funny, because I don't, I don't think that would ever happen. Jonathan was curious if I liked Batman versus Superman, or Batman v Superman, however you want to call it. I'll go on record to say I love 300. I love Dawn of the Dead, and I actually... I don't know if I love The Watchmen. I think I loved it more after watching it. So I guess we could say I love The Watchmen too. I enjoyed Man of Steel. I thought that was a good reboot on what we last got. I won't even mention the director's name because I don't feel like mentioning it. But I do think Brandon Ruth Roth, he did a good job as Superman. But I like Henry Cavill better. Uh... And where do I stand on Batman vs. Superman? I'm sorry. Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. You you want me to answer it, right? Because you're like, man, what is... I did. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. I know why people don't like it, and I, I did have a couple issues with some things. But overall, I feel Snyder delivered a great film. And I think the problems that we're seeing is he didn't get to finish his vision. I also enjoyed Justice League, but it had some issues and problems. But I wish Snyder hadn't walked away with it. But he did run into some family problems and stuff. I do believe his uh, daughter had committed suicide and he had to walk away from the project just to take, take time out and everything. But I think if he could have finished it his way and if they just would have let him, I guess, finish everything up and give him a chance... We probably would have gotten closure to everything and, and all the keys to the locks that he was unlocking. Because he could go pretty in-depth, and I think they probably should have reeled him in a little bit. But I enjoy Snyder's films. I haven't seen Sucker Punch, and I haven't seen the one with the owls. <laughs> I think it's an animation. I, but anyway, yeah, I did. Batman v Superman. And I think Ben Affleck is a great Batman. I enjoyed him as Daredevil. The film was kind of, you know, clunky and junky, but I thought he was a great Daredevil, and I love him as Batman. Keaton is one of my top Batman. Christian Bale. I had no issue with Clooney or Val Kilmer because look at what they had to work with. Look at what was going on at the time, and, and they were kind of uh, hoping probably using their names could draw more people in. And I thought Chris O'Donnell was a great Robin. It would be cool to get a Darkwing movie. Maybe that's in the works. Entertain me. That's, that's I think, what it all boils down in the end. And speaking of entertained, Punisher 2 is on deck. Netflix, 
I believe, announced a release date of January 18th. July 6th, we're going to get Season 3, Stranger Things. Looking forward to that. Game of Thrones final season is this year, which I'd like to hear a release date on that because I'm itching to watch that. Uh, Coming up next month, Walking Dead kicks off the other half of the season. And Fear the Walking Dead should be rolling out. I think that usually is out April time, something like that. So some TV shows to look forward to. What I've been watching lately to kill some time, you know, because (laughs) there's always time to kill, right? Not really. No. But sometimes you just take a break. The Good Place, it's on Netflix. I thoroughly enjoy that show. It's pretty funny. It's it's smart, stupid humor, if that makes sense. And Kristen Bell does a great job, which, you know, Veronica Mars. Yeah, she's she's pretty funny. Ted Danson's great in it. And I, I enjoy the other actors in it, too. I'm I'm not even going to look their names up. Sorry, I'm being lazy. And Good Girls. I believe that's an NBC show, but I think it's on Netflix. Well, it is on Netflix because that's where I'm watching it, don't think. Um, Probably seven, eight episodes into that. And it has some great ladies as your main characters. And they just go on a wild ride of uh, doing things they probably shouldn't to try to make things right. There you go. That's how I like to describe things. Confusion stuff. All those are on Netflix. Netflix, once you figure it out and how to find shows, can be pretty entertaining. I'm a little annoyed with Netflix that their structure is trying to force me into watching stuff that I may not want to watch, even though it's connected to what I do watch. What I'd like is just a list to go through and look for things. It's kind of hard to find stuff at times and plan out how you want to watch things or add them to your watch list. But other than that, I mean, Netflix, as far as content, I'm pretty happy with. Hulu, it's similar to you you have trouble searching and finding stuff. But I don't, maybe down the road, everybody's going to get on board with something that's simple and easy to, to look for and stuff. The nice thing is you're not locked into a time frame. Whereas me growing up, you know, you had this show on Tuesday nights at 8 and Wednesday night is this at, you know, 7.30 and and just doing it and stuff. So nowadays it's cool because they can do more episodic stuff and not have you, you know, you you could continue to watch versus back in the day, you know, TV. You could skip some episodes and still get the gist of what's going on because it was simple formula and stuff. Like chips. You could miss a couple weeks of chips and still know what's going on. Ah, but maybe what you really came here for was, what's in my cup? Well, first off, you're probably going to say coffee. Which? You're right. It is. It's cold brew. I made my own cold brew. Let this sit for about 48 hours. I did some Death Wish cold brew, which is funny. Because I was like, I haven't done this in a while, so I made myself some. And then Death Wish, they happen to have some cold brew coming out. It's not out yet. I'm sure it's going to be limited run like they usually do. So you hurry up and buy some and get in there and get it. Um, But they're going to have three different types. I believe just straight up Death Wish Black. Sort of sweet. And then, which is surprising on this one. I believe they're adding cream and sugar to one. Maybe it's called latte or something. But those are coming soon three different flavors i will be definitely getting two of the three i might try the third one i don't know we'll see and 
on another side of things that I do like to drink, which, Jonathan, you either have heard of this. Uh, excuse me. Or maybe I'm introducing you to something you could try. Hint water. I don't know. I've been drinking it for about two years now because I did the subscription plan, and you just have it every couple months right to the house and stuff. I like flavored stuff. I don't like fake sugar. Fake sugar is like those blue packets, those pink packets and stuff. I like white sugar because it tastes like sugar. It's not a chemical to me. I don't like any of those other, I can't even think of their name, but they just taste like I just took a bunch of chemicals into my mouth. Hint water makes water with, if it says watermelon, it's water and tastes like watermelon. There's no extra stuff in there. I'm not sure how they do it, but you can have watermelon, you can have lime, lemon, strawberry, raspberry. The, the flavors go on, and it's straight up zero calories, zero sugars, no funky aftertaste in your mouth water. Uh, their website, drinkhint.com, you can go check out all their flavors. They actually, for new people right now, have a good deal going. I believe it's 36 bottles for 36 bucks, and you might even just have to pay shipping on that. But it's worth checking out if you haven't. Really good water if you just get tired of drinking straight up water, but you want water with flavor and no calories, zero, zip. I don't know if it'll compete with Stevens IPAs and stuff, but there you go. Cold brew from Death Wish coming out. Excited about that. Anybody can order up some Hint Water, and I believe you can find it at some of your local stores. Target usually has it, uh, but they don't have all the flavors, so check their website out. I'll have the links all in the show notes and everything and stuff like that. Especially if you're looking to kick off the new year by doing low-calorie, no-calorie stuff and want you know something other than Coke, Pepsi, whatnot. Whatever you drink with, even vitamin water, that's, I believe that's utter crap too. Hint water. They even got sunscreen. And their lip balm's amazing. I don't have any new music or old music to mention this week because, uh, well, I got sucked into the, uh, the old documentaries and movies thing. So I ended up listening to some podcasts though. Was it good enough? Movie reviews. Jonathan usually has about three movies up on there, and he just started that. I think he's probably ten episodes in. I'll link that up in the show notes. And I was playing some catch up on Film Sack, another great podcast to listen to. These guys watch the. Sometimes I've never even heard of the movies they've watched, which makes it curious for me to check them out. And other times, it's movies you know that you you've watched and they talk about it. Uh, I'm listening to the Young Guns episode right now, which that that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. So it's kind of funny hearing them talk about it and break it up and just talk about how much it really isn't a good movie. But that doesn't mean they're saying it's a bad movie. It's just funny how they pull some things out. And then, you know, I sit back and go, oh, yeah, that was kind of cheesy or that was, you know, but they're a lighthearted group and fun to listen to film sack. I'll have that in the show notes again, as always. And uh, was it good enough? And of course, Discord Accords, you should listen to them because sometimes they're talking back to me and I'm talking back to them. And I'm like, you know, and then they're like, uh-huh, I totally know. And then we're all talking about it. And then sometimes you may not even know what we're talking about unless you listen to both. Remember when they did that on TV? I believe they tied in Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley doing some stuff like that. Uh, and there was, I can't remember, I think there were two or three shows I think it was on NBC that had this idea. We're going to have a power outage at, like, say, this sitcom's place. And then when you watch the next sitcom of a different group, 
will say, you know, whatever. They're also having a power outage. So the power outage linked like two or three sitcoms together and uh, stuff like that. So I think that's what Discord Accords and I do sometimes. And other times we're just not on the same wavelength. I don't even understand even when I understand. Ah, oh, that's my cue. I'm going to wrap it up, let you get going. You, not like you can't get going. You can just put headphones on and do whatever you're doing and keep going. I don't know. Then I get lost in my own thoughts, and then that isn't good, because then I just keep talking to you. But I'm done. I'm going to close this one out. It's the first one for 2019. Hope you enjoyed it. If you got any questions, comments, feedback, any of that stuff, hit me up. Whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com. Check me out on whatthepat.com. I'm on Instagram. Instagram, whatthepatpodcast. And Facebook. Don't forget to look there. I think it's also called What The Pat Podcast on Facebook. That makes logical sense, doesn't it? So just remember, I went on record. Batman v Superman. Loved it. Take your books up front. Check them out. This library is about to close. Catch you later. Ah, I'm out. I loved day. Jesus, it's stuck in your head. <laughs> so,